The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. Hi, this is Melvin. I'm a wizard. And I cast spells. Colvic Darkseed. I am a half-orc cleric, and I have devoted my life to the goddess Hyaea. I'm Roscoe Toscobble. I'm a rogue. And pretty cool guy. Previously, on the very good adventuring team. Melvin stares wistfully out into the distance. <laughs> I want to see if I can mimic the... Who, who's the guy who did the coup? Who stood up on... Marcus. Marcus, that's it. I want to mimic his voice, like in another alley or something. So these guys turn tail, and they start scooting their way back out of the alley to go to where they perceive their commander is. Obviously upset. I'm actually going to go up to it. You didn't know about this being a demigod and just kind of being frustrated about the whole situation. What are we going to do with Daph? Is she just one of our strays now? Yeah. That's a good point. We could transport anybody in the portable hole. Yeah. If they die, they die. We can bring them I have a feeling we're going to have to deal with this guy no matter what. Gotcha. Can we go on and just kill him, do you think? I think at a minimum we have to kill him. You guys are rested. You're fully back to wherever you would need to be. You're collected. Troops all together. You're at the wizard's tower. And you're plotting your steps forward. I mean, it's old-timey. But also, they have sunglasses. Crab people. Crab people. Badger, 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 badger. badger. I mean, yeah, I could plant five, like, this place and five feet apart, and we could just hose them all down and hope one of them sprouts a pyramid. <gasps> Maybe two of them. What was that fucker thinking about with the trees? And he, he posted that online like it was an awesome idea. Yep. <laughs> guys, guys. Listen to this. Got a mod for you. <laughs> I can't believe it. We're so crazy. Oh my god. Lewis? <laughs> Fucking Lewis. <laughs> He's at it again. <laughs> Ian Kevin. Kevin. Oh, that's that should be our spin-off podcast, man. <laughs> Lewis, Lewis and Kevin's crazy D D corner. <laughs> Lewis, Lewis, tell him about the bag of beans. Tell him about the bag of beans, Lewis. Well, listen to this, guys. We got beans. Except for anything dangerous, we plant trees. Every once in a while, a dandelion. <laughs> Listen to these fucking guys. <laughs> Lewis and Kevin. <laughs> oh, shit, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Man. Well, they, they did it to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I think he's going to pee a little bit. I'm crying. <laughs> did it. Fucking Lewis and Kevin's TV corner. <laughs> 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 
god. We need to make some fucking spinoff episodes for sure. All right, Kevin. You go into a tavern and you see a boob. No! <laughs> 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 We we're gonna do a serious oh one this God. time. <laughs> All right, full percentage to cream pants. <laughs> Go up and touch it. Go up and touch it. What happens? <laughs> oh no! Boy, what's it like? It's like when I touch it, what's it like? Feels like. Feels like a water balloon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can we take a break? <laughs> I need to go on my masturbatorium. Listen, <laughs> 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 Kevin. Shit. <laughs> There's got to be a side story with Lewis and Kevin. It should be. At, like while all this adventure is happening, Lewis and Kevin are just around town. <laughs> this is it, and then all of a sudden, like sometimes they meet the very good adventuring team somewhere. Oh. Like these guys bust in, and they're being all weird. <laughs> like uh, what's that movie where they're in New York and it's all steady cam? Uh, Cloverfield. Oh, <laughs> Lewis and Kevin are in Andon while well, like the magic beans are going off and shit. <laughs> oh my God, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Help, <laughs> Kevin! Don't eat those toadstools! <laughs> fucking Lewis is rocketing up on the top of the pyramid as it grows out of the like, ground. What is the hieroglyph say? Oh, Lewis! Here I was at the bottom, <laughs> looking up at you. Hundreds of feet in the air. <laughs> I knew I had one choice. <laughs> I couldn't see my mom anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta hit my inhaler. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking nerds. <laughs> Look at you over there going through your Say, list of spells. How, are, how are your spells coming along? These healing potions don't have gluten. Do these spells you found all right i don't i don't want to go through them okay yeah okay. so let's just go in. <laughs> let's just go in and be prepared can i not <laughs> tell you <laughs> wait it, so uh, um did we want to go through spells or or is it just going to be a surprise i think it should just be a surprise melvin knows them unless he wants to say the plan do you what i think you guys should do at least to make things a slightly easier on me, is to make a plan on how you're going to get into the town. And like, we'll talk through the plan and I'll tell you like what things you can know and what things you can't know in advance. We'll kind of like map and diagram a little bit of this out. Okay. And then the next time we record, then we'll actually play that out. Because it's already uh -oh. 841 right now. <clears throat> it disappoints me. I was ready to actually do something. Oh, do you, if, I mean, if you guys can come up with a plan... Or do you just want to fucking I, dive in? Do you just want to, like, fucking teleport in your old house? Well, that's kind of what I was asking is, are we going to do, like, the armory scene where we're, like, we got our beans loaded and our spells learned and go through the shit that we have and what we can do? And I mean, because the, the only thing we can plan so far is we're going to pop into existence. Who knows what's going to be there? Mm-hmm. And we have, a, we have a, a loose plan to <clears throat> go and kill that guy. Well, and you guys haven't even solidified. Like, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to go get Aegis, well, his corpse anyway, or do you want to just go kill Marcus? Do you want to do both? And then, what are you going to do after? Well, the plan is probably to do both because if we kill Marcus, we can still get out with Aegis. Aegis is a ten-day plan. Marcus sounds like a now plan or a seven-day plan, right? <clears throat> so Marcus would be priority one. Aegis would be a. A backhaul. Mm -hmm. I was gonna. I was just gonna throw out there. Do we also want to like wrangle some alpha beavers into the portable hole or something? But I figure with forty-five beans, we have enough chaos cr creating material. Yes, uh -huh. we do. I feel like you guys are gonna destroy the town. 
like the whole town. We have a backup town. Thanks. Do you literally have a backup town? <laughs> In order to save the village, we had to destroy it. <laughs> I get the first pyramid on the left. If pyramids pop up, we're just fucking grabbing ages and get the fuck out of Dodge. Maybe right. sit and watch. So, based on what you guys are telling me, and like the zaniness and probably hilariousness that could ensue, you guys just cast the spell, you're back in town, and we fucking just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could party wipe on this, and that kind of exhilarates me. The, uh, the line that will go down in infamy, right there. Now recorded. Fuck it, dude. Let's go kill him. Alright, so loose, loosely we pop in the place. How do we want to cause some chaos? Do you want me to just cast invisibility and just start going throwing beans around? No, no, what are you, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Don't plan. All right, we're back into uh, Anon right now. What are, you, what are you doing with your plan? Well, uh, okay, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we, if we pop in, is there anybody around us? We're in the room. All right, There's only right. one way to find out. We yep. just fucking pop in. Yeah, yeah we're fuck, We're just fucking doing this. Do, eh? I, do we want? Do we want Daft to anyone else with us? Just us three, right? Yeah, uh, let's send her first. <laughs> <laughs> Take this sword and just go. Go in. No, it'd be us three. No, nobody's okay. coming with us. That's we'll one meet you in the worry town about. center. Yep. We could ask her if she has anything that might be of use to us. Daft, do you have anything useful? Um, let's see. Let's just roll up, roll up a d20. 17. I feel like I have to give you something useful on that. Uh, so Daft tells you that there is a, she tells you that what her family would have done had they been in town and her father died is they would have stored him downstairs of their house where they would have made the death mask, death mask. And that's probably where he is. Very good. Thank you, Daph. So, right. you now have the probable location of Aegis' corpse. Where the death mask made? In the basement of their house. Okay. I feel like uh, what's-his-nuts is probably holed up in that house like he feels his birthright. Since it's also probably the nicest house in town. Yeah, yeah I would imagine so. All right. We're on the other end of town, by the way. That's fine. Okay. Well, you guys, so I never really gave you a good, clear picture of the town and far too late at this point to draw you a whole town map but you guys live on the western side of the river that runs roughly north to south through the town oh, you're the not river town the streets are always fucked up yep mm-hmm. yeah like... oh yeah it's kooky as shit in this town nothing goes straight through except for like two main roads so you guys are on the western side of this river a couple blocks off of the river pretty close to the town square eastern side of the river is a relatively ritzy area lots of shit going on over there so far as like wealth affluence big buildings etc and that side of town is obviously where aegis's house is all right okay i don't know what i would call that maybe like you guys probably live like a mile from aegis so like a 15 minute walk ish if i remember the 15 minute mile i walked in eighth grade what time is it currently late at night uh, well, we talked about it being 9 o'clock when you popped into town. I will give you guys the option to go later than that if you want to. I almost to. feel like the undergrounds would have a good system, tunnel system, to around the town. What does it have to do with time? What? With, around town. If we underground, would have a good system of going around town so we wouldn't have to go topical the whole time. I agree with that, but the time that we're going to arrive would be... I'm sorry. Yeah. 3 in the morning? It's up to you guys. Anything post 9 p.m. Yeah, I think... Because yeah. you took a long rest to change spells. Yeah, so. the midnight to the 3 would probably That's be a really good time. the part of night. Mm-hmm. Let's do that then. 3 a.m. Right, so 3 a.m. I gotta start taking notes here. Like a real DM. Like a grown-up-ass DM. Taking notes. You guys arrive. You pop into existence in Colvick's Masturbatorium. <laughs> I don't actually know if I'm going to use the earlier part, so I should probably say the earlier part is uh, copyrighted. Probably. <laughs> it is the name of that bar. <laughs> What's the name of a book and movie, too? Yeah. All right. So, so you guys pop into existence in Colvick's bedroom at 3 a.m. It's dark. It's quiet. I think you guys. Do you guys all have dark vision? I can't yeah. remember now. Um. Yeah. I think everybody had it. Uh, you look around and you see that the home of Vigat is, um, 
it's ransacked. Uh, the entire inside of Colvick's bedroom, at least as far as you can see so far, is like the drawers are all pulled out, the beds flipped over and ripped open. Um, like it doesn't look great in here. They definitely searched this room and, and fucked it up pretty good. All right, guys, I'm going to sneak around the house and see what I can see. Kill anybody that needs killing. Okay. <laughs> how, does, how does your invisibility work? It makes me invisible. Just you, though. (laughs) 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 Just you. (laughs) You guys also don't actually actually have to whisper right now, but you know, never mind. What am I doing? What am I doing? Break and role play. Go ahead and whisper. God, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to know? I want to know. Can you cast it on other people besides yourself? Yes, I can. Okay. How long does it work for? It works. For one hour. Okay, that's good to know. Wait, you... I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, works for one minute. This one does. My stealth bonus is 13. Don't waste your invisibility spell right now. Roger. Oh, God damn it. Look at this room. It's right. a mess. So I sneak out of the masturbatorium. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way out into the hallway. And this is the upper floor hallway where... Grace has got a bedroom, Roscoe's got a bedroom, Colvick's got a bedroom, which you're leaving, and Melvin has a bedroom at the far end. I have a question. I have invisibility and then greater invisibility. What's the difference? Basically... Do, do you want me to just lay that out? One of them's greater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so one of them, the greater invisibility lasts up to one minute. The regular invisibility lasts up to one hour. Well, let's dig into the description here, because I'm guessing one of them gives you a better, like, bonus to being invisible. Oh, I see. I think it... I think the greater invisibility... Normal invisibility spell ends if the target attacks or casts a spell. Greater invisibility does not end if you attack, so you still remain invisible. Oh. But it only lasts a minute. That seems about right. There's usually a trade-off. If you can stay invisible while doing all kinds of shit. I don't think I actually want greater invisibility. I thought it was actually greater, but I don't think that's actually... (laughs) (laughs) You want to go ahead and swap those two out, or did you take both? Yeah, I want to swap that one out. So, well, you can can ask me what it does again if you'd like. (laughs) One of the things I want to do is cast Telepathic Bond on us. Ooh. Okay. Well, why don't you tell me what telepathic bond does? You forge a telepathic link among up to eight willing creatures of your choice within range, psychically linking each creature to all the others for the duration. <sighs> creatures with intelligence scores of two or less aren't affected by the spell. Until the spell ends, the targets can communicate telepathically through the bond, whether or not they have a common language. That is awesome. Pretty cool, huh? Yes. And I assume you're casting that on the three of you. Yes. For how long does the spell last? One hour. Okay. The moment you link to Kolvik's mind, it's dick penis wiener, dick penis wiener, dick penis wiener. <laughs> dick, 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 dick penis wiener. For some dick, reason. Dick, 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 I sound penis. like this. <laughs> dick, 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 <laughs> penis wiener, dick, dick, penis wiener. Link, linking into Kolvik's mind is really the portal to Lewis and Kevin's world. <laughs> <laughs> That's how dumb I am. I'm just Lewis and Kevin. <laughs> no, it's it's like Lewis and Kevin are like the middle, like that's like the meta middle world between our world and theirs. <laughs> Lewis and Kevin are playing Colvick. No, make him go down to your masturbatorium. <laughs> it's my turn with the Playboy, Kevin. <laughs> no, it's mine. I want to feel the water balloon boob. I thought it would be like meow, 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 meow. Or what's a Steamboat Willie cartoon? Homer has it. <laughs> or it's just the, the, the chimp with the symbol. The wind-up chimp. I think it would be something more elaborate than that. But anywho. Alright, so Melvin, you establish a telepathic bond that will last for one hour. So from 3am to 4am, we'll say. On this most special of evenings, as you try and bust your way in and steal a corpse, create another one, and get out. And now you can all read each other's minds. Uh, you guys can still uh, role play out whispering if you really want to, but I'll leave that up to you. 
I see no point. No. No. <laughs> We're not whispering in our heads. <laughs> this is really cool, guys. I suppose you didn't really brace them for this or anything, so all of a sudden... You just get a wave of bats. <laughs> no, my mouth is toy. I immediately stand up out of my crouching stealthiness and... Ah! Get out of my head! <laughs> that is a Conan the Barbarian moment. <laughs> get out of my head, wizard! <laughs> All right, so now you got a telepathic bond. Mm-hmm. Um, then I tell the guys, hey, we have a telepathic bond. Awesome. <clears throat> I'm looking around. I forgot we weren't whispering in our heads. <laughs> cool. We could speak telepathically. Nice. <laughs> are you are you reading a book right now? Or like... <laughs> so Roscoe enters the hallway, which I was starting to describe earlier. And really, it's just, um, it's a, it's a, Wooden hallway, wooden floored hallway, I guess I should say. A couple doors and then the stairways leading downstairs. You see all of the other doors down this hallway are open. It is very dark, unlit, no candles, no lanterns, etc. But you can see all the other doorways are open and then the stairs are going down. You don't hear anything at this point. Go down the stairs. How far can we speak telepathically? Is it just like person to person? Any distance. Nice. Okay. So you could send someone to the third dimension. No, it doesn't extend to other planes of existence. Uh-huh. Or turf uh-huh. dimensions. Any other plane of existence. So if it's our dimension, it should be alright. Yeah, anywhere on this plane of existence, you're golden. Okay. Thumbs up. Do you have a thought in mind there? No, no, I was just thinking, because banishment, if I use it on someone from our plane, they zip out of existence, but they're still on our plane, correct? No, they go to a different plane. Okay. They go. If I believe the spell language is something about a non-harmful plane of existence or something gotcha, like that. Gotcha, yep, but you're it right. implies that it's You banish them to a harmless demi-plane where... Harmless. Okay. So, that's good. You can still tell us what's going on. Nobody's upstairs. I'm going downstairs. All right. Okay. We're going to follow out uh, into the hallway. At least dun, I will. I'll dun, walk out to the hallway. makes his way to the top step and then the second from the top step. And then the third from the top step. I could keep doing that, but I won't. Uh, You make your way down to the lower level, and you know what? Fuck it. I'm making this up as I go, so let's find out. There's nobody downstairs. Well, goddamn. Nobody's here. Oh, man. Uh, You can see that, you know, I always imagine that you guys had, like, a big windowed storefront, you know, and that's um, that's where Perkins sat all day. It was in a little desk behind the big glass storefront. Uh, That big glass has been smashed out. The door's kicked open. All of the stuff on this lower floor, you know, the tables flipped over, the chairs are all smashed. Like, there was a full-on, basically, riot in this here room. You don't really have any other explanation or thought on that at the moment, but somebody came in here and roughhoused the house a little bit. Assholes. Well, if we put somebody in the portable hole, like, if we put these two in there, can I talk to them with my mind still, or is that a different plane of existence? It's a pocket dimension. I would suggest you can't talk to them while they're in there. Okay. All right. Um, let's look out the window into the street, and what do we see? It's a steal of the night! <laughs> I've had that in my head this whole time when you guys are talking about it. Um, you look out into the street, and... Well, let's let's roll some die again. I would suggest you probably wouldn't see much of anything, but... Yeah, you don't see anything. There's no torches, there's no gas lamps lit. It's three in the morning, man. Everybody's in bed. You'd think there'd be soldiers about, though. I mean, they just did a violent takeover. True. There might be some soldiers about, but there's none in view of the window that you're looking out of. All right, what's the nearest way into the underground from where we are currently? Let's say that there is an entrance to the underground within about 100 feet of where you are. You guys could scurry along the streets in the dark and make it there. Just like a door in an alley. Let's go, fellas. Um, Before we do do that, I'm going to go ahead and cast Bless on myself. And it's going to be for... Oh, not Bless. I apologize. It's going to be Enhance Ability. Ooh. And, um... Enhance. 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 What are you going to enhance? Uh, Bull Strength. (laughs) The target has advantage on... uh, I apologize, not Bull Strength. What would be our check for stealth? No, these are all. I apologize. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something for stealth, but that's not going to help me out. 
Alright, so nothing is cast. You've got a doorway. It's about 100 feet away. And I'm going to say that in that interval, you've got about a 20% chance of running into some guards. Let's roll us up some... Actually, no. Let's make it more exciting. You guys can roll. We'll say Roscoe is in the lead. Roscoe, why don't you give me a percentile dice roll, which is the two ten-sided one. One of them's got a zero on trailing zero on it. 48. 48! That's more than good enough to surpass that percentage. You're able to safely make it to one of the corridors that takes you to the undercity of Andon. You descend the steps, you find yourselves in the murky and, well, let's be honest, somewhat stinky underpart of the city. Where would you like to go from here? I'm gonna wait for my fellas. Broken egg? Or we all made it? Yeah, let's just say you all made it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah, think. to the broken egg. Carefully. Stealthily. Cautiously and perceptively. Like, why were the townspeople mad at us when we left Annan? <clears throat> like, is everybody going to hate us? I don't think so. I think like, it do was... they put big, huge prices on our heads? Where It was just the guards. They were looking for okay. us. I think the guards, and then it seemed like... It didn't seem like the townspeople necessarily hated us, but they knew that the guards wanted us. So... As we go around this town sneak of, sneakily, perceptively, do we notice any signs looking for us? Wanted signs? Anything like that? I would say there's, there's no wanted signs of you guys. Okay. You know, you're not all Robin Hood at this point. It's all just right. kind of like... Wanted list, pretty much. You're part of the power structure that represented the old guard, mm-hmm. and that's not good for you. Oh, rebellious figures. Are okay. we seeing any signs of occupation? Like, are there new... Are there wanted posters of us or flags, barricades, things of the like? You are actually quite surprised to find that there's really no big sign of a regime change in the town. Like, granted, you've only made it about 100 feet through the town. And in theory, this only happened, what, 96 hours ago or whatever the math would be at this point. But yeah, you guys are kind of surprised about the fact that like there isn't massive propaganda there isn't barricades there's not road stops i wonder if this is just a singular coup on his dad more of a singular vendetta and with us rather than anything else it's hard to say maybe he's good maybe he's maybelline maybe there's no way to know (laughs) the other piece that i'll throw out there for actually you know what i'm gonna have each of you guys make a history check oh nice dice Natural 20. Damn. 11. <laughs> 10. Kolvik, as, as you think back, and you're looking around the town wondering, like, why isn't this a big deal? And you can think of a handful of examples that you, for some reason, have this crazy knowledge of history regarding these sorts of things. Um, for someone as a family member, in other words, really anybody that's, like, you know, member of the coin side of the government to like just violently overthrow a town government Mm, it's just kind of a thing that happens Um, people get assassinated people take over and the townspeople are just happy that it didn't mean a full-on war that they had to lose a bunch of family members for Um, in the end ultimately if the leadership changes as long as the town doesn't get completely fucked over in the process people don't really care that much about who's in charge it's kind of a land of rich and plenty no one's gonna starve all the rest of those sorts of things so okay so while it is a bit surprising that there's like zero signs of you know new occupation Mm -hmm. the king is dead long live the new king sort of thing um it's not entirely amiss we should be careful with our beans then we really should we should definitely i mean we should still go to dunk though and i think that's kind of a good yeah, we need to see Sorry. what's what. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe he knows who this guy is, and maybe a little bit more about the history and saying, hey, how long ago did Aegis come into play and he was in charge? Hello, VGAD fans. How's every little thing? As usual, things are pretty solid here with us. Nothing really new to report, just our usual reminders that we have a variety of ways in which we can interact with you and you can interact with us. The first of those is, of course, our website, thevgat.com. 
which is T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. From our website, you will find links to all sorts of other cool things. One of those cool things is our little home on Reddit. We post things there from time to time, like any artwork we've gotten done or the occasional episode thing. We do the same with Twitter. I would encourage all of you to find us on Twitter and give us a follow. We very rarely actually post anything, so we won't cram up your timeline with all sorts of nonsense. The same thing goes for our Facebook page. However, if there is ever anything super cool going on with the show, we'll probably post it in one of those spots. Another super cool thing that super cool kids do, and when they're super cool, is they go to iTunes and they leave us a five-star rating and a review. Our evil overlords really put a lot of stock in those things, and it gives us a healthy boost in exposure every time it happens. Since I know you've already told all of your friends about us, it's the next best way to get us into more ears. And of course, there's our good old faithful Patreon and Ko-fi sites. These are the ways in which you can provide a little extra something-something to keep us and the show rolling. We are just shy of the point where we're self-sustaining so far as regular bills go, which is uh, pretty amazing. Thank you to each and every one of our patrons for making that happen. It is truly amazing to all of us. And you know that goes for you folks that donated through Kofi too, by the way. All of you are true patrons of the arts, such as they are. We're really hoping to get to the point where we can cover equipment replacement costs and all the rest of that too. We have big dreams, folks. Big dreams. Well, let's get on back into the action here. Do we know, is there a back entrance or something else like that? To the broken egg? Yeah, we left from that entrance. Okay. One time. Uh, What did that lead to, though? I, I thought that led to... It was going to go to the upper grounds. What I'll throw out there for you guys is that you... I don't have a full-on, well-planned map of the Undercity. And in fact, I would say that no one probably does. But you guys know the Undercity well enough that you could find that back entrance. The other side of which leads into Dunk's office. We're going to do that. Lead on, Roscoe. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Let me have you guys make a collective stealth roll. (laughs) Oh, fuck. 23. Eight. You got... uh, (laughs) Ten. Apologize. Do you have a a modifier or anything? No, not really. Is it negative? <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd, not even worth checking? Or like, yeah. It's probably it's probably zero. Plus something. So I, don't know. I got distracted. I'm sorry. Perception, is that correct? Nope. Stealth. 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 Still uh, 10 two, plus 12. 2, 12. <laughs> All right. So we have a 2, a 12, and a 23. All right. So you guys make it to the back end of... This little hidden alleyway thing, this secret alcove, and push the little button, and the door to Dunk's office slides open. He just about shits himself as the wall behind him slides open. He grabs a dagger, spins around, looks at the three of you. I can't remember if I did a voice for this guy or not, but I'm just gonna go with you guys. What the hell are you doing here? Um. I guess I don't really know what we are doing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what can you tell us about Marcus? Where is he at? Where is he holding up? Marcus, Marcus, he's, he's in the, the, the Gringold Estate. Uh, what do you mean? I, I mean, he's definitely not here. Are you concerned about what's happening up, up top? Concerned? No. Why would you say that? How things, man? Great. Everything's great. You seem nervous. Maybe. What? No, I'm not nervous. I'll Why kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> guys again you <laughs> fucking guys look i'm nervous all right i'm nervous i helped this guy get into town and now i don't know man he's in power now and i i, I didn't know that it would I, I didn't really plan for this as well as i wanted to now i'm a little nervous that maybe he's gonna come after me it's kind of yeah this kind of makes me mad when i heard you helped him get in town i heard that and i kind of get feeling like what do you mean you helped him get in town what does he want well, I mean, it's, it's nothing but a little information and, a, you know, just a little feed about where things were and maybe where some certain guards were and maybe a little talk about which guards weren't so happy with their jobs. I mean, I, 
I mean, it's not like I helped him. I just kind of told him about some things. What was in it for you? Well, a little bit of a change in guard, maybe some uh, agreement to some favors in the future. I you know, how business works down here. Did you happen to mention anything about the very good adventuring team? Well, you already knew about you guys before I came into town. I would sell out a lot of people, but not you guys. Huh. I'm going to ask him, do you know if there's a way into the Gringola Estate behind, besides the front door? Besides the front door? Well, there's the side door, and the back door, and the window. What about the bottom door from the underground? He kind of gives a little chuckle when you say that. I knew what you guys were talking about. It just so happens that there might be a way, but it all depends on what it's worth to you, because right now, my position may be a little shaky, but yours is at the end of a rope. Alright. Is there, as I look around, is there anyone else in the room? Nope, it's just him. Okay. Back it's pretty late at night, it's, I mean, yeah, this I mean, is like even past broken egg business hours. Oh man. That's a hard goal to see. I think we could maybe make that work. I don't think we should bribe this guy. I don't know what we should do. It almost sounded like that would have worked for a bribe. I mean, this guy's all about finances and And this combat. is me talking to you guys in my head yeah, right I mean, now. Yeah, we're all talking. Right. We just look at each other this, back and Why forth. didn't we fucking do this all along? Like, you guys should have just had a fucking psychic bond this whole time, and it would explain why we're always doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find, like, a permanent way to do this, but... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I, there's a disturbance on the... Telepathic force. <laughs> that showed up pretty good, too. So like, there's a million like voices a... cried out all at once. This <laughs> <laughs> is if a million Coors Banquets cried out all at once. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just saying, this guy might have arrangements to make more than 100 gold. So maybe he's uh, making a deal with us now, but chances are... He's looking at the long game. Should we just make him take us to the thing and then cut his throat when we get there? Intimidation route kind of thing? You know, we've... I don't even think... I'm sorry. I don't even think intimidation. We bring him with us and kill him when we get there. But how are you going to have him bring it with us? Pay him enough kind of thing? Yeah. Show us the way. Well, I don't know if you IRL sociopaths know this, but there's a thing in the game called Insight that, like, allows you to gauge whether or not you can tell someone's telling you the truth or not. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> do we think he's telling the truth <laughs> <laughs> that's a legitimate question you can ask in D&D um, so here's the challenge with that is that I can't just have all three of you roll because the odds roll. are in favor of you getting it so Roscoe did roll what'd you get 18 18 you feel confident that this guy has not lied to you yet <sighs> and all that that implies is that there's probably a way in Mm-hmm. Probably a way in, and he's looking to get the best benefit out of him. What he's, like, can... he's like a stupid Mephistopheles here, if you know the reference there. Like, not he's looking for a way to make this in his advantage. You can so tell that, but he hasn't Marcus lied to you yet. If gets out of town, who's going to take charge, and will it benefit him? I feel if Marcus gets out of town, Aegis isn't alive yet. We can tell him we would be in charge. I, my, my biggest. Uh, concern right now is that he's going to sell us out at the first opportunity. How's he going to get to there before us? Well, I'm not saying he will, but let's say we get there, or we have to walk past some guards, or something like that. And then it's going to be in his best benefit to make sure that we get caught. And then he's going to probably be getting much more than 100 gold in reward. If we tell him we're going to be in charge after all set is done, and he'll get the best benefit of the doubt, he might believe us. Need some leverage over this guy. I have an idea. You know what I could do is just charm him. We could... Let me try something. You know what we could do? We can have him tell us and we could <laughs> banish him. <laughs> Roscar has an idea. What is it? Draw a dagger. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> do you like having your bar underground? Um, an interesting question. He says, what do you mean? We have a building you could have. Go on. Pretty nice building. Somebody ransacked it, but it's still a good building. (laughs) Good bones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's a new window, cleaned up a little bit. An old fire hall. I think we're going to be on a long journey. I don't think we're going to need this building anymore. Good location. You make a fucking ton of money. In addition to the hundred gold we're paying you. He says, 
You know, it's a little uh, unconventional for a cobalt to have a business above ground, but uh, I suppose I don't really have to be there very much. Yeah, you know what? I think I kind of like this. And you don't even need an insult. Uh, insult. <laughs> Coors, you don't even need an insight roll to know that you've genuinely caught this guy's interest. You guys are free to shout at me in my head like, what the fuck? Oh, I think yeah. it's a good idea. I, I think mean, if, so uh, far, yeah. Everything's great. I also, just as a quick side tangent, I'm getting a really big kick out of the image of the three of you in the room with Dunk. And just like saying something, and then all of you are just staring at him for like <laughs> two minutes. It's got to be unnerving. He's like, uh, he's thinking, what? what the fuck is with these guys? They're all talking to each other in your brains, and he's just like, uh. So, yes, he's, um, he's you've definitely peaked, piked. I've never understood how to say that word because I've only ever really read it. Um, his interest. All right. So, if this all works out, you're going to be a rich motherfucking kobold. You're going to have two locations for your bars, if you so choose to keep this one open. The old power structure, which you were doing fine under. Like, I don't know what you thought would happen with the new shit. Are you like the Joker, or what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think this guy's looking to just watch the world burn, and he he saw benefit in this arrangement. Alright, so this all works out, you're going to get real rich. So we're trusting you not to fuck us. If you fuck us, it'll be bad. Never been into fucking humans. (laughs) (laughs) all right so tell us the way all right uh i would say that you have very successfully because that is a all but irresistible offer to somebody who is very concerned with material possession and things of that ilk and he leads you through a long and winding path you can tell that you go down pretty far underneath the city because well you got a river to go underneath between this side of the river and that and eventually you start climbing your way back up The air gets a little less dank and musty. And eventually you reach what appears to be a dead end in a solid wall. And he kind of taps around for a little bit. And you can hear him kind of muttering to himself and grumbling. He's just not quite sure where things are. But eventually he just finds like a rock that's a little bit out of place. And as soon as he touches it, you can tell that this is is the rock. right? The fucking Scooby-Doo rock. And he pushes that thing in. And the wall cracks. Slides open. You see a dim light ahead of you, but you can't really make out too much. Dunk looks at you, Roscoe, and he says, Now remember, you had a deal here. I'm not going to go home and tell anybody. You're not going to tell anybody how you found this if you get caught and killed. Exactly. But I got you here, and we made a deal. Don't worry. If we get killed, we won't talk. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a real knowing nod, like, yeah. <laughs> and then he... Unless you guys have some other thing you want to do with Dunk, he quietly backs away into the darkness and recedes away out of scene. All right. Now we might want to get into your invisibility. All right. So, do we all want to be invisible? No. Fuck it. I do want to be invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I die. (laughs) Does that eat into the spells you can cast? Yeah. Maybe I don't need to be invisible. What uh, what level is that at? I mean, does it really hinder what's in that level of spells? Um. Well, let me see here, so I can t- so I can cast this at a. You know what I can do? I can cast this at a fourth level. Okay. And we could all be invisible, or at a third level, and two of us could be invisible. I don't know. I feel if we're going to this, all of us being invisible might be the best option. Just because so. it would be the heaviest guided place sure. in all of. I cast it at a fourth level. You cast it at a fourth level. Yeah, There's I no mean, roll or anything, right? Yep. You're just fucking yep. invisible, right? We're invisible yep. for an I hour. Mean, if we get caught, we're going to have to fight into it anyway. So there'd be no advantage to not do it. You're all willing targets. There's nothing, no will saves or anything. So, kablam. Spell slot spent. Shit, that's hard to say. Uh, you're all invisible. Yay. Yay. Can you guys see me? No. No, but I can hear you. You, you, you. Can you see there, us? Is there an echo I in drop my trousers and do helicopters. <laughs> what? I drop my pants and do helicopters. Can you see this? See ow, what? Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Feels oddly familiar to my masturbatorium in here. <laughs> so, I feel a gentle whiff of air blowing across my cheek. <laughs> So did this, uh, how did this open up? Is this a 
ladder that goes upstairs? Does this go right into the basement? What you have in front of you right now, so, so Dunk pushed the little rock in the wall, a door pulled back towards you, slid to the side, and you see an entrance into a... I just realized how unrealistic that is. Like, I mean, fuck yeah, we live in a world of magic and I'm just going to let it slide, but like, did they really have complex levers that could move like a ton of stone back in ye olde days? Like, yeah, they always do yeah. that in movies, right? Like, <laughs> and it slides over. Like, that's some complex fucking machinery, man. Like Counterweighted in, and shit. Indiana Jones for the second time. <laughs> like, in Temple of Doom when he reaches in, yeah. like, with the bugs and shit. Oh, and, like, yeah. Pull the lever. And it stops not only the spikes coming down and wheels it back up with skulls in it, but it also opens four doors. So. I know, man. That's like that one lever. That's pretty complex impressive. Complex beheading machine. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Uh, Last Crusade. Uh-huh. That's because they have aliens helping them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, Everybody forgets about that. Aliens. Aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. <sighs> okay, sorry. Back on track. That was a weird tangent to go off on. <laughs> Um, but so anyway, this mystical, unexplainable door slides back, and you can see into a room that is dimly lit with what you would guess from where you are flickering candles. Straight out ahead of you, the the from the doorway forward is only about five feet until you run into a wall, and then it runs off to the right. So you can tell that you're in some sort of like eh, kind of back alcove area. Can you just imagine like the aliens trying to talk like? Some prehistoric dude in the making, like, all right, you gotta do. No, hold on. Set, all right, you gotta okay, just fucking. All right, d- no, you put that piece over. Just fucking stop, will you? Like, <laughs> have you ever tried to talk like your mom or your uncle through resetting a password <laughs> over the phone? That's what I imagine it to be like. <laughs> we have interdimensional flight, and we're trying to build stone doors on this fucking backwater planet this fucking idiot like you just (laughs) doesn't even fucking understand numbers (laughs) they're all written language they're all back at the alien bar so I'm like pick up the fucking hammer pick up the fucking hammer just fucking pick fucking pick don't pick it up with a handle (laughs) oh Christ so there you are you the stone door is slid to the side you're looking out, you can see a hallway going off to your right, and the dim, flickering light of candles somewhere out of camera view. So, even though we're invisible, <coughs> maybe Roscoe should go first, just because, on top of it all... He's still the most stealthy. Yep. You guys are invisible, there are other senses. Alright, I'm scouting ahead. Actually, right. I'm gonna fall behind him too. I'm actually pretty stealthy myself, you wouldn't know it, but... Stealthy wizard, those soft crocs. I have an idea. Oh? Give me your immovable rods. I hand okay. my immovable rod. Here's my immovable rod. How big is Aegis's house? Aegis's house is pretty big. I mean, so we're not talking modern McMansion size, but that's what it would feel like for back then. So it's probably, eh, without a map drawn out in advance, let's just call it 2,500 square feet. Am I familiar with Aegis's house? You guys have really only been in the upstairs portion of it. So, like, the front entryway, if you recall back to what the fuck ever that was. Are we familiar with the exterior of his house? You would know the footprint, yeah. I know how many doors there are to his house. Sure. How many doors are there to his house? Let's say there's a couple of big front double doors. There's probably a door in the backside. Also probably double doors that go out to the lake. And probably, like, a side door that servants would use. So let's say a total of three doorways... Perfect. All right. Oh man, I didn't even realize. I just stumbled right into that. I feel like a fool. <laughs> you fool! You beautiful fool! All right, oh, stop! I'm not beautiful. Anyway, I go scouting. <laughs> All right. So, so are you going to communicate to the gang what you're going to do here? Because my assumption is your plan is you're going to scout through the house, block off all the doors, and then come back. Yep. You're you're explaining that to uh, yes. Echo and Jekyll here. Yep. Potentially, we're going to set this house on fire. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. All right. And I say, um, what? We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> we'll burn anyway, this bridge I'm, once I am we're going on to it. block the doors. Well, so far, Roscoe's plans have been meticulous and wonderful. So I'm just going to go ahead and roll with it and say, okay, just know what you're doing. Episode 50 something. You're all still alive, right? <laughs> 
All right. So uh, let's do this in uh, Clam Slam split screen style. Uh, so Roscoe, you are going to move forward, take a right, go down that hallway. Uh, it's, you know, it's like a, a tight sort of underground cavernous alcove area. You find yourself entering fairly large central room. You can see that there are several similar alcoves to the one that you're leaving presenting themselves off to the sides of this. The room that you're entering is a large circular room, about 20 feet across, but much larger than you would have expected from being underneath somebody's house. In the center of this room is a stone slab, and upon this slab you see the linen-wrapped form of a very pale Aegis Gringold. All around him are candles set into the walls. It is a very quiet, almost weirdly respectful funereal scene. You also see in this room a figure kneeling towards the foot, which would be on the far side of where Aegis's body is. And... That figure does not appear to be noticing of you. That is a really weird way of saying that. This guy, he's like uh, not noticing of you. He's not noticing anything. So I'm going to look at my current Padres and say, I do have hold person if we need. Oh, you're not in there. You don't know about this. Oh. Yet. I'm you communicating guys, I'm, well, what's going on. Sorry. Okay, so you're, you're, you're like play-by-play. Play. Yeah. Okay, so he rounds the bend. He's getting into the central room. He sees a big central room, and there's the figure of Aegis. There's <laughs> a guy mourning his father he killed. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Well, yeah, we haven't made anything clear yet. I'm not for sure. But I can't imagine who else it would be. All right. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to do anything else beforehand, like go in and check who it is, maybe, or <laughs> slowly pull back the hood. <laughs> I don't see an advantage to fucking with this guy just yet. Yep. I continue on my mission. Uh, well, hold on, because what are we gonna do? I think this is the only way to get into the house, I assume, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Really. <laughs> that was the noise of masturbating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Towards the end. <laughs> what Towards are you guys going to sit around and do? <laughs> I got no soup. Might as well masturbate, I guess. Uh. <laughs> 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 That'd be weird. Just to, Probably somebody's saying, just, how wide is the portable hole? Pretty wide. Six foot diameter, ten feet deep. How wide is the hallway? Always, you guys have been in so far, but about five feet wide. Okay. The portable hole won't open in the hallway. I would suggest there's a flat surface along sort of the curve of it. You could set the portable hole down and it would activate. All right, guys. So this guy's in this room. This is a potential for a trap. You could set up the portable hole. Uh, I'm going to continue scouting. Maybe you guys want to set the portable hole outside that door while I am moving along. So you're going to try to sneak past this guy? Do I have to sneak past him? I thought it was, uh... You've already been unnoticed, and I'm going to graciously say that would give you the distance of the room itself. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can sneak past this guy. I'm invisible. I'm super sneaky. Sneaky AF, as the kids would say. That's right. Hey, kid. But that kind of leaves us trapped back here, unless we deal with this guy. What if you uh, put the invisible, uh... I mean, the, the bag of holding behind him, and then just shove him into it. That's what I was thinking. You'd have to get kind of close to him, though. I mean, he doesn't know you're there already. So, I mean, what if you just put it behind him and just... Yeah, but I mean... Or the tabletop him into this thing? Uh I mean, I'm all for that. I'm just worried if you think you're stealthy enough to be able to get up right close to him to be able to do that. I mean, I'm making an assumption that this guy is the guy we're looking for, Marcus. And Aegis is also in this room. We could get in and out of this motherfucker right quick. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that'd be the best way possible. So... I can, uh, I'm I gonna mean, come up to the entrance of this room and I'm gonna give you the portable hole. Alright. You guys are both at the entrance of this room just in case shit goes sideways. If shit goes sideways, this is my plan. I will go ahead and dive into him, into the portable hole with him. Which one of you is sneakier than the other? I've, sneakier? Yeah, I have a plus two to uh, stealth. Right. I want you to. I want. Alright. I'm gonna set up. No, you're gonna. Since you're coming in here anyway. What's going to be the noisier fucking thing? Probably setting up the portable hole, so I'm going to do that. And I want you to sneak up to Aegis's body. Keep in mind we're an audio medium. You want who? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Melvin. 
Melvin, I would like you to sneak up to uh, Aegis's body where he's laying in state, as it were. And uh, I'm going to throw out the portable hole behind the cloaked figure that I assume is Marcus. And when I yank him back into the portable hole, I want you to shovel Aegis also into the portable hole. <laughs> we're going to scoop it up and we're getting the fuck out. Mm-hmm. What would you like me in all this? How many times can you bring somebody back to life in one go? Um, pick that up quick. Can you cast it twice? I can cast it twice. Right, or so it depends on how long someone is dead for. If they are dead for, um, it looks like just for a few hours, I can do it more than times. All right. What about if you have to do a person that's been dead for a few days and also a guy that... Two times. Okay. All right, so we're gold. But then again, I mean, we can do a long rest, so I can do it multiple times. If it's 10 days, we can do a long rest and I get all my abilities back, we can go ahead and do it again. I got a question for the DM. So if we're safe, we can do it. I have Victor's Magnificent Fist. Victor's Magnificent Fist? Victor's Magnificent Fist. Victor's Magnificent Fist. Yes. Victor. (laughs) <laughs> and it's best. <laughs> oh, Victor. Uh, as we're talking through this plan, how feasible would it be to make a fist that could basically, like, kind of punch through Aegis's body and basically, like, pile drive Aegis's body into this kneeling guy and just oh. plow him right into this hole? Brilliant. Hmm. Wow. I dig that idea. Uh, I would say that. Imagine how scared he'd be. Listen, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, I might take the fist and stand the body up. Grabbing it like a fucking Barbie doll around the waist and waving the arms around. It's ragdolling. <laughs> like weekend at Bernie's. Just like <laughs> <laughs> weekend at Aegis. Weekend at Gringolds. Weekend at Frank and this dead corpse and it comes alive and <laughs> starts chasing it. <laughs> Why is there only one body down there? That's the. That's a big question, right? Anyway, where are we? We <coughs> were not We're investigating if I can uh, shoot the dead corpse and this kneeling guy into the back pocket with a this pull is, cue of a magic fist. So Roscoe has entered the room but is just outside of the doorway. You guys stew together this plan of you're going to fucking use the... Victor's Magnificent Victor's Fist. Magnificent. Victor's Magnificent Victor's Fist. Victor's Magnificent Fist. Victor's Magnificent Fist? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to use that to push the corpse of Aegis and the mysterious cloaked figure into the portable hole. So Melvin has moved up to the ed- edge of this big room, handed the portable hole to Roscoe. Roscoe's going to go around the backside, lay out the portable hole, and then Melvin's going to cast this, and Kolvik was where? Well, waiting I'm, by the doorway. Yeah, I'm uh, waiting by the doorway, and if all else fails and all this, and he's still struggling, I'm going to cast Hold Person on him. I'm just kind of waiting. And then Roscoe can just go up and push him into the hole. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to smash everybody in with your victims. I'm going to try, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. If what that fails, that's oh, when yeah, the whole person yep. comes in. Episode 54, Homecoming, was released on October 28, 2018. You only have to wait seven days for another sphincter-clenching episode of... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! (laughs) I found this fucking subreddit the other day. It's like this anime porn subreddit. Which is go on. Pretty... <laughs> <laughs> God, I like, ruined my computer. <laughs> Can you do that any creepier? That was awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs>
fuck, I said it'll be bad. 